What's everybody? Welcome into the Wiregrass High School Football Report brought to you by GGS Strategies. This is your weekly look at all things high school football in the Wiregrass. I am your host, Philip Jordan, the in-studio host and producer of Thunderwood Football on 96.9, The Legend. Welcome into today's show. Uh, we're going solo again this week, just going to be going over everything that happened this past week in week two of high school football. Had some very interesting results, some exciting games in the wiregrass but before we do that let you guys know you can find me in the podcast find me on social media at p jordan sec podcast is available over at wiregrassdailynews.com or wherever you get your podcast also if you're on apple Podcasts, please uh leave a review i uh, will read those on a future edition of the show and remember you can always email me at sports talk jordan at gmail.com All right, let's look at the scores from this past week. We're going to start off on Thursday night. This was some 3A Region 2 matchup. Op defeated Northside Methodist 19-7. Op goes to 1-2, 1-1 and one one in region play, and Northside Methodist drops to 1-2, and 0-1 oh in region play. Nelson Hall for Op had 136 yards on the ground with one touchdown. And also quarterback Colby Ballard had 125 yards and one touchdown. Now, first up on Friday night, we'll jump into 7A Region 2, and this is a game you will have heard on 96.9 The Legend. Auburn defeated Dothan 28-27 in double overtime. Uh, this puts Auburn at 2-1, 1-1 region play, and for the same with Dothan. This was a very exciting game, a tough physical football game between the two. Uh, no scoring in the first and third quarters. Uh, Dustin started off with great field position, did throw interception, but uh, they got the ball back at a big pass play from Sam Broadway to Jalen Corbett to the 45. But the scoring got started in the second quarter when Auburn running back Jamarcus Oliver scored a nine-yard touchdown. To put them up seven to nothing with eleven forty nine, there in the second quarter. But Dothan would respond when they got the ball back, and they would score uh, with a ten play eighty yard drive. Running back to Marion Peterson had a one yard touchdown. Wesley Farmer tied it up at seven seven. Then the next drive for Auburn, they took back the league. Omar Mobson, a fifty two yard touchdown run. So that would put Auburn up fourteen to seven, and that would be your score headed in to halftime. Then in the fourth quarter, because as I said, there was no scoring in the third quarter, Dothan would go on a 90-yard 13-play drive to tie it at 14. Uh, the score was with 4.51 left in the game. A.J. Alexander scored on a 12-yard touchdown. And then there was some uh, discussion, it looks like, over there with Coach Kennedy about going for two, but eventually they ended up deciding to kick the extra point. Dothan defense did go and hold Auburn to a three and out, and they got the ball at their own 42. Big 15-yard pass play from Sam Broadway to Jalen Corbett on a third and 13 to get Dothan the field goal range. But um, Wesley Farmer kick came up short. Seems that it was tipped at the line of scrimmage, uh, and that would send the game to overtime. In the first overtime, Tamarian Peterson scored a four-yard touchdown on third down, and Dothan went up 21-14. Auburn quarterback Henry Allen scored on a two-yard run uh, on third down to tie it up at 21. In the second overtime, and the way that works, you got the ball second, you turn around, you get the ball right back uh, on the first possession. In the second overtime, Auburn's seven-yard run 
by Jamarcus Oliver. They went up 28 to 21. And then Dothan got a four yard touchdown run by AJ Alexander to get within 28 27. Dothan would then call a timeout and decide to go for two. Pearson took a direct snap. Uh, he went to the right side, but he was short. And uh, Dothan lost that one 28 27. Great football game. It's one of those where neither team should be down. Obviously, all or not, but Dothan not either. And Dothan showed a lot uh, in this game. Uh, Tamarian Peterson had 123 yards and two touchdowns, and A.J. Alexander had 118 yards and two touchdowns. Not too far away from BP Stadium, Enterprise was hosting Central Phoenix City. Enterprise looking to get another big win, but Central Phoenix City had other ideas, and they won 48-7 to to go to 3-0. Then Enterprise drops to 2-1, 1-1 in region play. In 5A Region 2, Carroll defeated Rehoboth 27-14. to this puts Carroll at 2-1, and 1-0 one, one and oh in region, and Rehoboth 1-1 one and 0-1 one and oh and one in region. This was the 100th victory for head co- coach Patrick Plott. Uh, the game was tied midway through the third at 14-all. The key person had two touchdowns to give the win to Carroll, one late in the third quarter and one late in the fourth quarter to seal the game. Yafala defeated Headland 56-14 to go to 2-1, and 1-0 one, one and oh in region. Headland dropped to two and one, zero and one in region. Ufala scored on all six first half possessions. Quarterback Browning Anderson was thirteen to seventeen, two hundred ninety one yards and three touchdowns. Charles Henderson defeated Greenville thirty nine to six to go to one and one, one and zero in region. Greenville drops to zero and two, zero and one in region. Zach Coleman for Charles Henderson had one hundred ninety three yards and three touchdowns. In 4A Region 2, Andalusia defeated Dale County 56-6 to go to 3-0, 1-0 in region. Dale County is 1-2, 0-1 in region play. Geneva defeated Slocum 46-41 to go to 1-2, 1-0 region play. Slocum drops to 1-1, 0-1 in region. This was an exciting game, but Geneva jumped up 34-8 midway to late in there in the second quarter. But Slocum made a great comeback, got within five more than once. There in the fourth quarter. For Geneva, uh, Kingston Tolbert had 250 total yards. Uh, Slocum quarterback Cade Bird had 288 yards, five touchdowns through the air, 75 on the ground, and one touchdown. In 3A Region 2, Strawn defeated Delville 46 to 16 to remain undefeated on the year. Delville drops to 0 and 3, 0 and 2 in region. Providence defeated New Broughton 38-14 to go to 2-1, 2-0 in region play. Uh, New Broughton is 1-2 and 1-1. Pike County defeated Ashford 28-13 to go to 1-1 both overall and in region. Ashford's 1-2 and 0-2 and at region play. Uh, Pike County's Nemo Williams had 110 yards rushing in the game. In 2A region 2, Cottonwood defeated Abbeville 50-14 to go to 2-0 and 1-0. and 1-0, excuse me. And Abbeville is 0-3, 0-1 in region play. Uh, Cottonwood had a great running performance by Cleet Meadows, who had 186 yards and three touchdowns, and Braylon Morris had 157 yards and three touchdowns. GW Long defeated Sampson 35-0 to go to 1-1 in 1-0 region play. Sampson 0-2, 0-1 region play. GW Long's Bryson Hughes had 199 and Yards and three touchdowns on the ground and 155 in the air in one touchdown. Ayrton defeated Geneva County 35 to 6 to get to 1 and 2 at 1 and 0 to start the region play 1 and 0 on the year. 
Geneva County is 0-2-0-1. And for Ayrton, they had started 0-2 last time they did that. It was 2019, and they turned that around and made a deep run into the postseason. Whitsburg defeated Zion Chapel 30-14 to go to 1-2, 1-0 overall in region play. Uh, Zion Chapel is 1-2, 0-1. Uh, head coach Josh Cox tied the school record with the 59th victory, uh, ties Tom Vickers, uh, who was the uh, head coach there at Whisper from 1973 to 81. Uh, Logan Fowler had 259 yards and two touchdowns in the game. In 2A Region 3, Highland Home defeated Goshen 42-21 to to remain undefeated at 3-0. Goshen drops 2-1. Laverne defeated Barber County 42-0. to For Laverne, they are undefeated at 3-0 and Barber County is one and they're one a region two elba defeated houston county 49 to 14 to remain undefeated at three and oh and then houston county is at oh and three alvin henderson for elba had 229 yards and five touchdowns brantley defeated mckenzie 30 to 28 to go to two and one two and oh in region and mckenzie's one and two oh and two at region and AISA Edgewood Academy defeated Abbeville Christian 29 to 0 to go to 1 and 3. Abbeville Christian is now 0 and 4. And now that was week two scores. A uh, look around the wiregrass. Now let's look at the schedule for this upcoming week, week three, high school football. All right, no Thursday night games this week in the wiregrass, but a couple of uh, non region games. When we Talk about them first. Clark County at one and two will be at two and zero. Strawn, Southern Choctaw at zero and two will be at one and one. Florella, and seven A Region two two and one Enterprise will be at zero and three. Smith Station, at Smith Station, who Dothan plays next, and then Prattville at one and one will be at Dothan, who is also two and one. And five A Region two one and one Charles Henderson will be at two and one. Carroll zero and two Greenville will be at two and one. Eufaula. 1-1 Rehoboth will be at 2-1 Headland. And 4A Region 2, 3-0 Andalusia will be at 1-2 Bullet County. 3-0 Catholic Montgomery will be at 1-1 Slocum. 1-2 Geneva will be at 1-2 Booker T. Washington. 1-2 Montgomery Academy will be at 1-2 Dell County. 3A Region 2, 1-2 Ashford will be at 2-0 Houston Academy. 1-2 New Brighton will be at 0-3 Delville. Northside Methodist, who is 1-2, will be at 1-1 Pike County. 1-2 Op will be at 2-1 Providence Christian. In 2A Region 2, Ayrton at 1-2 will be at 1-1 GW Long. 2-0 Cottonwood will be at 1-2 Wicksburg. 0-2 Geneva County will be at 0-3 Abbeville. So somebody's getting their first win of the year in that one. 0-2 Sampson will be at 1-2 Zion Chapel. In 2A Region 3, 1-1 Barber County will be at 0-3 Lafayette. Then Goshen at 2-1 will be at 2-0 Realtown. All right, and 1A Region 2, Elba at 3-0 will be at 2-1 Brantley. 0-3 Houston County will be at 1-1 Red Level. 1-1 Kinston will be at 2-1 Georgiana. And then in Independent, uh, Port St. Joe out of Florida will be at Pike Liberal Arts, who is 0-2 on the year. All right, everybody, and that's going to do it for this edition of the Wiregrass High School Football Report. I know much shorter show than normal. Uh, we will be getting back to the coach interviews here pretty soon on the show. Remember, you can follow me on social media at PJordanSEC, and the podcast is available over at WiregrassDailyNews.com or wherever you get your podcast. Remember, you can always email me at sports.philipjordan at gmail.com. 
Remember to check out the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show this Thursday night at 8 o'clock on 96.9 The Legend. If you're not near radio, you can check it out on the app, or you can check out the podcast at wiregrassdailynews.com. That will go up at 8.30. As soon as the show goes off the air, the podcast is up for you to check it out, and it's also on this feed of the Wiregrass Daily News. And also remember to check out the Death of Wolves Friday night if, uh, if you are at the game or if you're not at the game. Check us out over on 96.9 The Legend. Pre-game will start at 6.45. Kickoff is at 7. And uh, one more thing, one more piece of advertising. Uh, remember on Wednesdays, you've got the Wiregrass Daily News Sports Podcast as well. Anyways, I hope everybody has a great day. I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.